Passive income, how easy is it? Let's cash in. Finance for the everyday millennial. Hard charging solutions. We provide an accelerant in the journey towards financial independence. Let's talk about how much money you're going to need to live entirely off your investments. I can't tell you how passionate I am about this topic ever since I learned about what's known as the Financial Independence Retire Early or the FIRE movement and financial independence in general in my early 20s. The followers of the FIRE movement track their spending, optimize their investments, and build up their performing assets to the point where it covers all of their day-to-day -day expenses. Attaining investments like this gives you the choice to pursue whatever it is you're actually passionate about. This journey towards financial independence starts with first figuring out how much money you need and then working backwards to figure out how you're going to get there. So here's how much money you're going to need to live entirely off of your investments. We're going to start by answering a question too many people do not know the answer to. And that is, how much money do I spend or anticipate spending? Instead of taking the time necessary right now to figure out what that number looks like for you, I'll give you an idea of what it is that I'm talking about. Let's just look at the average income of an American family, which is $80,000 a year, and then we're going to be working backwards from there to determine how much money you need to invest to, repeat, to replace that income entirely. One approach, which happens to be the most simple approach, is to use what's called an annuity calculator. By identifying the following variables, interval between withdrawals, starting principle, annual growth rate, and length of an annuity in years, you can calculate how much your starting principal will need to be in order to replace the average American family's income of 80,000. In this case, that number is about $1.1 million, assuming an average 8% rate of return for the market. And in order to account for the ebbs and flows of the market, I would increase this amount by the number that leaves your withdrawal amount relatively unchanged in a scenario where the market is only returning 4%. So the new revised number accounting for down markets is $1.8 million. Another approach where you could speed this one up a lot is by investing in real estate. Now I know I'm definitely biased when it comes to this because real estate is by far my biggest investment, but undoubtedly it's also been the most profitable. And there are so many advantages to investing in real estate for those that are willing to research and spend the time necessary to succeed. For example, instead of spending $40,000 in stocks, you might be able to use that $40,000 as a down payment to buy a $200,000 house that rents out for $1,800 a month. Now, of course, when you go and rent a house like this, not all of that is going to be profit. You're going to have expenses, and in this case, that's $760 a month going to the bank in the form of your mortgage. 
And another $200 a month would be to pay the taxes and insurance on the house. Another $100 a month would pay the repairs and the maintenance. And another $100 would go toward vacancies, leaving you with $640 a month in cash flow from the $40,000 invested. In that scenario, you're making a 19% return on your $40,000 investment. You're also paying down the mortgage and ideally the house is going up in value at the same time. Well, now if you want to replace that average income of $80,000 a year, that would require you to have 11 properties that each pay you that $640 a month in cash flow. Or if we go and put that in a dollar amount, that's about $440,000 invested in down payments on similar properties. But this is a really simplified example and real estate is oftentimes like buying yourself another part-time job. Not to mention deals like that can be hard to come by, but they're not necessarily impossible. Now, this is a very simplified example and you should not dive into real estate without doing a lot of research on exactly which properties to buy because, because it's a very involved process. But for the right people who don't mind managing this, then yes, real estate can lead you to financial independence with a lot less money invested initially. So, as you can see, we got a bit of a spread here in terms of how much money you'll actually need to make $80,000 annually. On the smaller side, real estate could potentially do that with $440,000, assuming a 19% cash on cash return, and investing in the stock market with a worst case 4% rate of return or growth rate would do that for 50 years with $1.8 million. Now, in terms of how you could get those numbers, because I'm sure you don't have an extra $40,000 lying around to go and invest and then retire early, here's my advice to you. And this would apply to either option you take. First, you have to track your expenses. All you have to do is go to something like mint.com or become a rhino, and we will provide you with budgeting, expense tracking, and investment tools and calculators. After about 90 days of tracking your expenses, you should be able to identify the things that are no longer more important than your financial independence and reallocate those dollars to your buyer movement journey. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to be notified whenever I post other videos similar to this one. I also invite you to watch other videos already posted to continue to increase your financial literacy and journey towards financial independence. Thanks again for watching, and remember, it's always a good time to cash in with cashing.